Well, we've got a lot going on. Thank you, everybody, again, for joining me. And um, for those, re you know, watching the recorded live stream, thank you for, you know, hanging in there with us uh, with the long introductions to accommodate the live stream crowd. The fact of the matter is, like we said already, we're in a real war. This is a war channel, big picture. We're Ascension. Come over to the members channel. I've been very, very busy. And even tonight, I'll admit, people, I'm in a lot of pain. And, um, you know, I'm hanging in there. Under normal circumstances, you know, you might want to take a night off tonight. But the war is real, and I love you guys. And, you know, I... God, you know, I trust God to give me the strength to um, move forward. All right, so, um, and that's back pain. <laughs> I mean, people are going to be like, what kind of pain? Yeah, I just had, so, you know, all right, folks. And I've been very, very busy, but uh, you guys know it. Um, we're going to come back strong. Be on the lookout on the members channel um, maybe this weekend. Yeah, maybe even tomorrow with another episode. Big things are happening the end result of the emotion and the nonsense is that Truth and Art TV, Future Proving Past, once again, I don't need to be right. I'm just showing you what is happening. And the reason we can be right on this channel often is why we resort to logic and reason and we look at the big picture and we are staying focused on the mission. And thanks to people like Rom1314 on Rumble, thanks for the support on rumble a great way to support the channel rom 1314 says thank you bernie happy to support your ministry god bless you rom 1314 on this friday night and you know a lot of some of you guys have been getting in on this and um don't forget all the ways you can support this channel folks it's all happening so that is what's happening you know so we'll be coming back uh, strong on the members channel big picture logic and reason stay focused on the mission Turn off the, the jokey crowd. This channel is less popular today, I think, than it was ever. Why? Why is it less popular? Because I'm staying focused on the mission and I'm turning off the emotion. The emotion with the emotion comes recognition, status, feeling like you're part of a group. I get it. That's the emotion is not is not all bad things. Emotion and following with the crowd makes you feel like if all these people are saying what I'm saying, not only do I feel like I'm included in this cool crowd, but I'm telling myself I can't be wrong because a lot of people are saying what I'm saying. And even though in this case, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, but we'll talk about it later. Everybody thinks a certain thing, but when they began to think that thing was determined by someone else. Get it? We don't do that on this channel. I love logic and reason. All right, folks. So let's get started. And we're already started, right? Um, let's see what's happening. It's the month of June. There's probably about a couple dozen on both sides of the aisle here. You have the LGBTQ <laughs> members promoting Pride Month recognition in our schools. And then you have the parents protesting that. And the real challenge here at the Satisfoy School in San Fernando Valley on Ethel Avenue is to keep the two doing? parties away from each other. This video we shot just a few moments ago. And you can see it got pretty heated. Uh, they are both trenched in. Both 
Yeah, let's turn this off. Yeah, look at these demons. So be aware, obviously, this is the month of June. We're, we're gonna, we've been tackling this issue for a long time, the tranny cult, and their obsession with sexualizing children. And now they feel like, yeah, you want to come after Target? And our corporations, you know what? We're going to give you 30 days of our pedophilia. That is what this is all about. So we have this clash taking place, and it's all right here, people. Stop grooming our kids. Protesters clash over Pride Month assembly at L.A. Elementary School, as we have seen partially in that video. Be aware of that. The guardians of the pedophile, they think that they have this full-on month, but it's not going to go down. And um, be aware of this on this Friday night. Uh, my friends, uh, look at that. <clears throat> uh, we have, ah, look at this, people. <laughs> Trans babies. <laughs> They're not even stopping. We're in a biblical situation. Health. Center, what ask parents if their newborns are transgender or non-binary? And again, this is a serious situation as the delayed crowd catches up. I mean, think about this, people. And how stupid are these people in England? I mean, come on. I mean, there it is. Health Center in England provided new parents with a questionnaire asking if they considered their babies to be transgender or non binary and by the way people if you ask me now that they're admitting that these demonic parents that should have never been parents now they are determining the tranny status of these innocent children with that by the way people that ends the tranny cult I mean there it is boom I don't want to hear it ever I mean obviously from the beginning we called it out I don't want to hear any of this. There it is. So it's not a medical issue, and it is something that is being imposed on them by the parents. They're admitting this in England, in this supposed healthcare health center in England. There it is. But while you're thinking of this horrible topic, there it is again tonight. Look at where we are, and look what when they are doing this. They, are, they waited till the month of June where they're across the board celebrating. You guys think that the, the, the perverts, Marxists, you think they didn't plan this out? Think about it, people. Looney Tunes uses Bugs Bunny to celebrate drag queens for Pride Month. Get your drag on. Think about that tonight. Even Bugs Bunny is getting in on this. Looney Tunes, the classic children's animated brand from Warner Brothers celebrating Pride Month by encouraging people to dress up as drag queen. Look at when they are doing this. Guarantee. We talked about this last week when I said that they were plotting like we played a, a video or two where they're like plotting like we need to do something. And this is what they were saying last week. Yeah, we see that Target's losing a lot of money. We're losing the battle. Mr. Mulvaney costs Anheuser-Busch billions of dollars. What are we going to do? Tell you what, we'll regroup next month. Don't forget, next month is our Satan month. I mean, next month is our LGBTQ month. 
So we'll regroup and we'll band together and everybody come out. That's what they did. Think about it. Little strategy there for you. Let's move on, right? Got a lot of interesting um, topics tonight. And um, I want to, you know, see if I can roll these out in the right order here. But um, either way, we begin. um, This is reality, right? I mean, is it over yet? Uh, We're going to find out. On this vote, the yeas are 63, the nays are 36. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. (laughs) There it is. And some people are saying that I'm not a financial guy. I'm not. I'm not, I admit. Bernie, not a financial guy. Oh, but I am a logic and psychology guy who are the people that are working out this financial issue people that operate through the rules of psychology and we can observe logically what is happening uh yeah so uh think about that tonight and um uh yeah um when you Be aware that um, when you really try to push the issue, um, it's about this right here. Um, And, you know, we won't spend too much time on this fiscal responsibility. What did it factually do? It stopped out-of-control inflationary spending. It continues the problem. So everyone on the hard right, they're not wrong of what they're saying. But it does stop out-of-control inflationary spending, lift more Americans out of poverty. Relative situation, not absolute. Claw back tens of billions in unspent COVID money. COVID funds, so some people say, oh, it's not enough. Well, that's what it actually did. Rain in executive overreach. Um, you can read about that. Into law, the first ever statutory administrative go, pay go to hold resident Biden accountable for the full cost of executive rules and regulations, which should save taxpayer trillions. And, you know, you can read the rest. <laughs> Right? Cut red tape, streamline energy infrastructure projects. Something Trump want to do slash funding for Biden's new IRS agents, like we talked about uh, last, you know, earlier, way back, uh, few, several days ago. And it, student loans, people have to start paying it back, uh, make Congress work again. You can read the rest. All right, it is what it is, right? Um, so um, that's that. Um, say goodbye. You know, maybe we'll leave that there. <clears throat> I do want to throw uh, a couple other things out there now that that's out of the way. Interesting things that are unfolding. And, um, uh, yeah, um, yeah, why don't we begin uh, here? Um, because this, um, a lot of people are talking about this. Let's just throw it out. Gus says he is fine. It was a hard fall. He tripped over a sandbag that was there on stage. He was clearly in some pain afterwards. He was very ginger as he gingerly sat down afterwards. But he continued throughout the ceremony, got back on Air Force One. As you say, he did bump his head on the Marine One. Laugh out loud. And I'm just going to say this right now, people. 
this could have been resident Kamala Harris. Take it from a doctor. This could easily have been uh, Kamala Harris resident. We can laugh about it. But anyway, the demons on the left, they understand that. As he stepped off the helicopter on the White House lawn, but he does seem he's fine. But yes, on a serious note, this is, and you're right, we have spent correctly the majority of this block talking about the debt ceiling bill and that accomplishment. But presidents do fall. They do. They trip and fall. President Obama did a few times. But no president. Yeah, right. Nobody is immune from falling, but nice try, dude. Never been 81 years old and run for re-election while they did so. It is, his age is an issue here. The Republicans immediately jumped on this. They blasted all over social media. The White House was very quick to be defensive. They pride themselves, this White House, on being above the fray. We don't engage on Twitter. Yesterday, they were all over Twitter because they knew, they know, polls show that Americans do have concerns about the president's age. They, this is going to be a storyline they have to deal with. But... <laughs> Laugh out loud. Yeah, it's a story that they are definitely going to have to deal with. And there it is. They know it. But this is something, and I'm going to say it again, people. This could have easily have been. Gang Kabat. Easily. Easily. That could have been the end of Biden. With a fall like that. At that age. I don't think he's one of those healthy, you know, Jack Lane type guy. I don't know. He ain't exactly. All right, folks. Uh, yeah, I'm moving on. That said, something else is strange. And it's going down. Darkness of light. Former FBI assistant director. Garrett, let's start with you. What's up with these new photos? What are they? What story do they tell? And also, what's up with the website? Because it seems to have been down all day. Well, thank you for having me on. Yes, this site, BidenLaptopMedia.com, is our group's third project. We put together a 644-page dossier on the contents of the device. It's called Report on the Biden Laptop. That was released in October of 2022. The second project was BidenLaptopEmails.com, 128,000 emails that anybody with an internet connection can go to and download all of them. And so this was the third installment of our nonprofit research group putting out these photos in a responsible way. All of the genitalia is redacted, and there is considerable genitalia. <laughs> and all of the Social Security numbers and credit card information is redacted. And so this is our mission uh, to bring truth and transparency. If the American people want to know what their first family is like, they're going to get it. And we don't leave anything out. We just redact the, you know, redact the, uh, the, 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 the less than savory yeah. uh, parts of the photos. Uh, Thank you for that. Photos. <laughs> <laughs> right there, ladies and gentlemen. And there it is. Right there. New website. Displays thousands of photos from Hunter Biden's laptop all in one place. <laughs> right there. I mean, think about it. I mean, this is like a, a different level of Great Awakening. 
And you heard it right there. Tens of thousands. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, check it out. Here's the website. I mean, uh, I don't need to come here, but um, you can try to make this bigger. I mean, I don't know what the issue is, but um, there it is. And they're working on albums. You know, there it is. <laughs> you know, if somebody is interested, BidenLaptopMedia.com is where you're going to find that. And again, folks, um, see what you think. This is like darkness to light. I mean, I guess this is darkness to light. What are you going to do? I mean, um, this is like a whole new, I mean, you are watching a movie. Um, Think about that tonight. And um, while you're thinking of that, let's uh, move forward because a lot is unfolding. So let's see here. Um, And we're going to talk a lot. I mean, by the way, people, um, there's so much going on. I mean, we could begin a conversation right here that could go on for hours trying to analyze what is going on. We talk about logic and reason all the time on this channel, but there's so much unfolding. And right now, I believe a lot of people are being played into emotions and group thinking. But the issue is that we were never going to get this republic without influence operations. It was never designed that way. We were told that, you know, optics were important, 80% covert. So we knew we were responsible for this information. We knew that whatever was going to happen, it was going to involve a lot of people, you know, being swayed in these influence operations. So the truth about those influence operations, not everyone is able to grasp Not everyone wants to grasp the truth about these influence operations. These are two separate statements. But they are real, and we know that military is real, and we know that regime change operations, those are real, and we know that military intelligence operations, influence operations, those are real. And we know that we really need to use them to really get our republic back. And I've been telling, I had been telling everyone that Trump really, 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 really is literally an actor from Hollywood. And his Department of Defense online research project used drops from 2017 all the way through 2020 and even to the to this day to show us, to demonstrate this acting thing. This 80% covert thing. This disinformation is necessary thing. So it is amazing to me watching people discounting and turning off that part of their brain and instead going along with this mass thinking all based on optics. And in the case of the recent budget negotiations, literally... I mean, Nancy Maces and these, uh, what do I 
care about anything about what these people have to say. None, no one on TV, it doesn't matter how much they scream, none of them tell me how to think. And we were told from the beginning, a long time ago, you, ladies and gentlemen, we are now the news. Not some politician on TV yelling and screaming, thinking they know it all. So, let's just leave it at that. So, moving on, that's just me venting a little bit. No one's ever going to tell me what to think. Ever. (laughs) Unless that person, that includes Trump or anybody. Unless you were with me back in... 2012 and 2009, 08 and 2012 and 2011, 2012, 2013, back in the early, unless you were with me in those days telling me what to think and showing, then who are you? But anyway, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, there is a particular plan. No one knows how this plan is going to unfold. Everyone thinks they do, but they don't know. They don't. Few know the plan, period. So I'm just having a good old time watching people believing anything that anyone says. (laughs) And with that said, folks, where are we now? Put on your military intelligence thinking cap. Now let's let's move forward. You know, let's move on, right? So um, so anyway, with that said, um, now we have this. I mean, again, the enemy is doing everything they can to bring Trump down. Trump derangement syndrome. They're all they they can't. They're freaking out. And they're, you know, they're panicking about Trump. But we know now that they are panicking and they're freaking out and they are attacking the other guy, this DeSantis guy. But they are surrounding this guy. So now we have another leak. We just covered one on Wednesday, right? Uh, With this leak with the um, inspector general, right? With this uh, special counsel, excuse me. Um, In this case with Jack Smith. And, you know, this leak is coming out. And now we have this. (laughs) I mean, literally two days later. Another leak. Georgia investigation into Trump broadens to D.C. Other cities. Prosecutors likely building racketeering case. So look at this word right here. Broadens. And then look at this. Building. They are building this case. They're building like a construction site. And we've been saying on the member channel, and we're saying it here, something big has to is going to have to break through these construction sites that they are building. And they're broadening these cases. So uh, you decide. So here we go. Now we have this. And here we go. And we have the Washington Post coming in. You know, Latin area investigation into legend, election interference by President Trump. And again, remember with this particular case, we have CIDL servers, and we have this is right down the middle. This has to do with the election steal, proven 100% steal. So I like this one a lot because this has a military feel to it. Go ahead and go for it, Miss Fanny, Fanny Willis. So either way, keep going, right? So there it is in this case, and now they're coming out, several states, according to two people right here, with knowledge of the probe, a fresh sign that. Prosecutors may be building a sprawling case under Georgia's racketeering laws. (laughs) Nice try. And again, this could be fake news. This could be 80% covert. This could be necessary disinformation. But um, what I should say is, like we said on Wednesday, maybe this is what I should have said first. We should be focusing on the capital letters, right? 
another leak. <laughs> and think about, there's no way this is a coincidence. So we have a deliberate leak. Put it this way, people. Someone out there, they want you to download this information into your head because they're playing you and they're playing me. Someone out there in this information war and influence operations. So all you need to do is try to, what we're trying to do on this channel is decide who is manipulating us. We're being manipulated either by the enemy or the good guys, one of the two. But manipulation is still manipulation. You could never get a regime change operation done without that. That is the reason I call out certain people on our side. I don't care. The truth comes first, as in truth in our TV. So the day that I change the name of this channel, that'll be the day that I'll start agreeing with people. Yeah, because they're on our side. They're good people. Hey, you know, I got to become more famous. Hey, you know, burning, you know, I got to be a little cooler and get more fans. Then I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to become cool. It's like cool and art TV. Yeah, we'll take the truth out of it. So be aware of this. And they're talking about Rico charges. There it is. Along the way, she, Fannie Willis, right, has signaled publicly that she may use Georgia's racketeering influence and corruption or corrupt organization RICO st- statute to allege that these efforts amounted to a far-reaching criminal scheme. <laughs> yeah, laugh out loud. So this is, I mean, and again, let me say, I was going to say this on member channel, but you guys are my members. Is that the reason... Well, let me, how should I say this? Um, Look at the template being shown to us by, I mean, we have the, um, look at the January 6th prisoners. And we have the organizer of Oath Keepers getting, what? They're going to put them away for 18 years? (laughs) Or whatever it was, right? Look at that template. And you should be thinking, is Trump going to escape this kind of POV, prisoner, excuse me, POW, prisoner of war template that they're creating? And in order for him to get out of it, I mean, we know that Trump requested a special meeting with Merrick Garland. So... Let's keep an eye on that. That's reality. While that's happening, I think it's interesting that, I mean, this is, the timing is is uh, incredible. We talked about this the other night, and now it's unfolding. We've been waiting for this since last night. We don't want to tease you any longer. We're going to queue up this tape. Let me just set the moment. It's the moment that the Capitol Police decided to evacuate Speaker Pelosi and the leadership through uh, Congress. They're going through a secret hallway. They're going to be blurred out. But you're going to see something. Nancy Pelosi and her daughter, Alexandra, turned the escape route into a Hollywood movie set. Let's start rolling tape, but I'll show you what you're seeing. This is the beginning of the exit route. They're going down a hallway. You see some of the security detail coming in. And now you're in a second, you're going to see Speaker Pelosi 
coming in with her team. She's right there in the middle. And look on the left-hand side. There's her daughter filming, sometimes getting in way of the Capitol police security detail that's protecting there. Now they're going to come to another camera angle in the Capitol, and you're going to see uh, how the filming continues to go on here. <laughs> here they are coming down in, uh, 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 towards an escalator where they're going to go out through a secret route. You're going to see, in a second, the entourage coming. And there, once again, is the camera running. <laughs> They're laughing it off, people. This is straight down the middle. Laugh out loud. False flag. And one thing about false flags, they seem to always be caught on camera. <laughs> Look at him laughing it off. Remember, this was supposed to be a spontaneous moment. Listen to John Solomon. This is an extraordinary moment. Let's look at that camera running up. They have to pause there, right? So they don't run into the camera. Now they're going to go up and out <laughs> one of these entrances that are, are protected by the police. This is a Hollywood moment. It's like a film crew is watching what should have been a very spontaneous and urgent exit from the Capitol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to see one more version of this a second, just so you can see how uh, Speaker Pelosi turned this into a movie-making moment. Here they are going down. Another uh, row here, and you're going to see in a second the entourage coming in. There's that. <laughs> right there. They're, they're laughing at, at humanity. That camera. Look at that. That's the, the speaker's daughter. Look at that. No, no they got to watch the wall there. See? You yeah, see how the camera's sort of in the way as the security details coming in. Um, this was not the normal way that uh, police evacuate. They don't want cameras in this particular location because it's the one secret route they can get the speaker out. So you've got a chance to see that Nancy Pelosi created a Hollywood moment out of this moment of tragedy. But dark to light, we got. Him. Think about that. Big, big situation there, folks. There it is. Gate six security footage shows Pelosi calmly. Evacuating Capital as daughter films Hollywood style. <laughs> so this is just the beginning. Keep in mind what we just read about Fannie Willis, what's happening in Georgia. And now look at the timing. Trump's McCarthy comes through. The hard right. They don't want to talk about that. They're too busy attacking McCarthy because their emotion won't let them. We don't need it's not about Tucker Carlson. It's not about anybody. Just need the right person in charge of the house to execute, to turn, to turn on all these engines, to turn on all these weapons. That is the reason why Trump, ring, right after January 6th, 2021, was on the phone meeting in secret with his McCarthy. Look what's happening now. All right, folks, um, moving along, because there's a lot of weird things going on. I think I just want to throw this out for this. I just have to feel like I should throw this out. I mean, uh, yeah, what's happening here? DOJ makes decision over charges in Pence classified documents case. And um, no one should be surprised that the decision comes... Right, what decision, right? This decision that they won't be pursuing any charges against Mike Pence and has closed its investigation into the matter. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that has to do with the fact that that was a nothing burger from the beginning 
and Pence himself created all of this. Don't forget that. So this comes to a conclusion. Don't forget, Pence was like, hey, uh, I'm willfully and voluntarily reporting. I was just, what did he say? I was vacuuming my own house and then, I don't know where this came from. It's like the whole thing was fake from the beginning. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they're laying out. Well, we are announcing that nothing, we're closing this out. But be aware of that. Again, another jokey kind of, I don't think any of this was ever meaningful in any way, shape, or form. All right, folks, then um, in another example. All right, maybe I should do this. Maybe I know what I, I, know what I want to do. Uh, let's let's uh, let's play a game. <laughs> All right, bear with me, and I hope that you could see these letters. I could blow it up a little bigger, but um, we were told back on May seventh of twenty eighteen. You know, Trump likes to have these websites that are protected by the Department of Defense to share information that is used to deceive the enemy while handing over information to the general public, the most important and greatest intelligence information ever shared with the public. But it was shared in such a way that um, it lends itself to plausible deniability. Kaboom, kaboom. But without getting into any of that, um, don't forget that we were told um, back in May of 2018 that weird things of relationships existed um, that um, were not being people like the actor from New York, Trump and his crew, they were not being straightforward about They were deliberately lying to everyone about this necessary disinformation. But if you thought on your own, back then you could say that if Jeff Sessions and Christopher Ray, if they're DC Swamp, like everyone was saying back then of the alternative media, the right-wing media, everybody, Trump, everybody. They were lying, you know, they were telling us back then that if they were, and you believed the media, we were told back then that if Ray was a deep state operative, and Jeff Sessions, like everybody to this day believes, most people, then we were told, why are they cleaning their respective houses? So did it say anything about why are they arresting people? They didn't say that. They were playing the role of the villain, like, ah, while amazingly, simultaneously cleaning up their respective houses. Now, we already went over this on the members' channel about six months ago, this whole thing, or maybe seven, eight, maybe halfway last year. So we went over these relationships and um, bear with me so we were told back then to simply use logic and I want to show everyone that throughout all of it there was a relationship between Sessions Rosenstein and Ray keep those three names in mind and um, we were told also in May of 2018, that what Ray reports to Rosenstein, this, think of that triad 
And again, we've gone over this a lot on the members' channel, and we were told that this was an important fact, that Ray and Rosenstein go together. We were told back then, who do you trust? <laughs> Forcing people to think. And then we talked about Rachel Brand. We're not going to get into it now, but everyone should look into this. Once you understand the Rachel Brand mystery, you're going to get the Ray Rosenstein Jeff Sessions mystery. You're going to get that triad. You're going to get it. And um, maybe I should leave it at that. Let me see here. And, and I'm just going to throw this back in June of 2018. What is happening today was happening back then, where Ray was being yelled at by, back then by Devin Nunes. That, yeah, what is this? Rosenstein, again, look at the combination. Rosenstein and Ray have two, they have to decide, are they going to be part of the cleanup crew or part of the cover-up crew? They're going to have to decide on this. And then on the member channel, we know that uh, um, uh, they both ended up taking an oath and Rosenstein ends up bragging about his oath to be part of the cleanup crew, essentially. So um, without getting any more into that, is anyone surprised that all of this week we have Ray, he is resisting, we have the media, the right-wing media, everyone's upset, Ray is resisting, He's going to be in contempt. And then when it's all over, I guess that I'll cooperate and continue with my cleanup crew role. A cleanup, clue, a cleanup crew role that no real villain would ever be a part of. Period. <laughs> Kaboom! Comer gets big win as Ray caves. Completely. <laughs> Like dot, 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 like he did during the first four years of Trump when Trump was telling us trust Ray and trust Sessions and like Ray cooperated with Rosenstein in these cryptic drops. Once again, Ray continues his role. Does it say that he's not the villain? He's the villain, all right. But he is continuing his role in the cleanup crew. And there it is. Comer gets big win as Ray caves completely on Biden bribery form. So you can decide. You could say, well, Bernie, you're wrong. Ray is really is afraid all of a sudden. If you read about it, what they've been saying, uh, you, I mean, you, you need to research this for yourself. Ray saying he, he's bringing up a point about, and it goes exactly to what Devin Nunes was saying in that drop back in 2018. Same situation, same talking point, same everything. Ray, bad Ray, you, you need to, co- oh, I see that you're partially cooperating, but I, we see that optically you remain as the villain while shut up and do as you're told. We see that you are cooperating with the cleanup effort while maintaining your villain role. <laughs> That's really what it's all about. Boom. Be aware of that. Boom. Wednesday, Ray Coleman drastically had a phone call where Ray offered to have them come in at headquarters. But at this point, Comer wasn't accepting anything but fully complying. And there it is. That appears now to have prompted Ray to completely cave on the issue. <laughs> right? Oh. There, Ray's now agreeing to turn over the documents on Monday to Congress. Boom. And in so doing, he is implementing his cleanup role 
while continuing to wear the villain helmet, the villain hat. All right, folks, moving on to round out tonight. We have these jokey issues. Let's see if we can get something out of this. Let's see what is happening here. Let's hear. Uh, there's a lot of some of these candidates can probably, you know, limp along without much money for a while. Well, that's true. And one of the problems is I personally don't think DeSantis is a particularly good candidate. I did in the beginning, but he's cranky. He's short with the press. He's not very articulate. He's not a nice guy. And that matters uh, in a general election. So he, up till recently, has been the candidate that would be the obvious one to take over the mantle from Trump. I think it's much more open today than it was a couple of weeks ago. I think this business with Walt Disney is just insane. And he's just got some terribly bad advice on that. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Can't have a governor taking on the New World Order and really calling out the trannies and these perverts. Can't have that. Matter of fact, I'm Mr. Howard Dean. I'm now realizing, matter of fact, I think DeSantis might be the worst candidate. Think about it. I don't know how I know that. The operation, again, we don't know what direction these operations are going, but um, uh, maybe we could figure it out together. Um, Then we have more. Trump having a big couple days in this town hall. Let's see what he's saying. And tonight we are in beautiful Clive, Iowa, right outside of Des Moines. We have a massive, incredible, enthusiastic audience tonight. And in a few short moments, well, the very first 2024 presidential caucus will take place right here in Iowa, unlike the Democratic Party. But uh, in just a moment, the leading presidential candidate for the Republicans, Donald J. Trump, will be with us for the full hour. By the way, unlike fake news, CNN, it's not my job to sit here and debate the candidate. We're going to ask him about the issues of the day that actually matter to the people that came out here tonight in the, in the rain and thunder and lightning, the voters, and they will also have their questions as well. Nothing is off the table. And as of now, Hannity, and tonight we are in beautiful. All right, cl- folks, that is that clip. So all I want people to understand is Trump and Sean Hannity are buddies. I've said it for years. I noticed there's some people that still don't get that. So, Trump sets up this perfect situation with his own little buddy. So, a lot uh, was asked in this um, interview, but uh, among those things, I think, uh, let's see what Trump is saying had many over the years i have asked you repeatedly about what you think about joe biden's cognitive state i've asked you about is he up to the job physically (laughs) mentally you have been very trump with the actor posture (laughs) think apprentice reluctant to go there um first of all ladies and gentlemen this is about a staged which is good for trump This is perfect. Yo, you're my buddy, Sean. Go ahead and ask me those questions. Wink, wink. But anyway. I'm not reluctant. To me, does everyone agree with me that this guy's cognitively not there? 
I doubt he knows what day of the week it is today. That's how that's how bad I think it's gotten for him. Why are you reluctant to call that out? Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. I actually called Sean and I, I asked Sean not to joke about it. I was joking. Because he used to joke about it. And I said, honestly, I don't think it looks good for you or for anybody for you to joke about it because it's a serious problem. I was talking about sippy. <laughs> Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, uh, Trump. Yeah, it's not like anybody would ever joke about Biden. Not like you would ever. I can't imagine that anyone would ever think that you would joke about Biden. We see that you're really, really serious all of a sudden. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is laughable. And because, um, here it is, people. I mean, you can't make this up. (laughs) Come on, folks. The point that I'm getting at is Trump, the actor, on stage with his buddy, throwing the staged question at him. And then, like a few hours later, (laughs) earpiece audio reveal Trump trolls Joe Biden over disastrous performance at Air Force Academy graduation ceremony. (laughs) Right there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is laughable. So Trump joins his buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't laugh at Biden. It's a serious thing. Come on, guys. This is the ultimate trolling master. Trump has put out like trillions of videos, practically, making fun of Biden, his bat, his dementia, his speech falling down, falling off bikes. He's been destroying for him to come out. Come on, guys. The, the whole point that I'm getting at is he's, he's playing everybody. <laughs> Trump on Biden cognitive concerns. I don't think you should joke about it. <laughs> Again, maybe that's just me. Get out of my face with that one. That's just... Trump putting on a different face. He's like the main guy that rips Biden. And again, he comes out with this video. He, it's on his True Social. You can, ladies and gentlemen, let's go right to Trump's True Social. It's right there. This total video shredding Biden's dementia and his, him falling around. Come on. But it is what it is. I mean, but the point that everyone should see is this is why I refer to him as the actor from New York. So that aside, um, I think it's interesting. I want to throw this out. You know, Trump will have to answer to some of this, and it's fair game. See, we know that Trump was in a box, but nobody else does. Remember, 80% covert. Then somebody calls him out, and, you know, you supported the jab. Trump spars with voter who blames him for death from COVID vaccines. So obviously we know that... He did not have anything to do with those deaths. We know that he was in a box and he outsmarted the deep state. And we know that there would have been a lot more deaths had he not released that vaccine and allow Fauci the fraud. We, see, we know this, but ladies and gentlemen, I, I keep telling everybody, do not take it for granted what we know and what most people don't know. So now with... Trump attacking DeSantis and creating friction on the right, 
we're going to see a lot more of this. People are going to be like, yeah, really, Trump? What about this? And they're going to they're going to come after him on a few things. And, you know, we had, I think, DeSantis the other day, yesterday, saying, oh, really? Why didn't Trump do this in his first four years? Like, we're going to see things, and it's fair game for anybody before you get all worked up. Let it play out. That, I mean, it had to be this way. Think about it. <clears throat> think about that. And um, meanwhile, uh, Trump is coming out strong. And that was a really good interview with Trump and uh, Sean Hannity. And he comes out saying, Trump says, at Fox News Town Hall, he need only six months to turn the country around. And um, some people didn't like this. DeSantis didn't like this. But um, he does come out strong. And rounding out tonight, I think it's worth it to um, <clears throat> hear some of what Trump is saying yesterday. I've asked you this question before, and it comes up a lot. People know that I, I've interviewed you all these years. I've, I've known you almost 30 years. And people ask me and say to him, why does he have to fight so hard? Why doesn't he pick his fights a little more? Why does he have to call people names? And the only reason I think this is an important question is because these, I think everyone here tonight is likely voting for you, right? So, however, it's going to come down to those people that maybe are in the middle a little more. And the argument that they make to me is if he would just tone it down a hair, stop a little of the name calling. I said it's their question. Leave me alone. All right. Um, that that it might help you with swing voters in, in that are needed for you to get over the finish line. It's already hard enough electoral vote-wise for a Republican to win. What do you say to them? Okay, you ready? And I say this to everybody. I won an election. It was unprecedented. We beat somebody that supposedly had it made. And, you know, they probably did things in that election, too. They were shocked. But I came into office, and from the day I got in, I was under siege by people that have been in Washington for many years, put in there by many different presidents, in most cases, people that were against me. Like, they spied on my campaign. They did all sorts of things. I was under investigation and under siege, and so were my people. And if I wasn't tough, I wouldn't be here right now, I guarantee you that. If I didn't fight back, I wouldn't be here. What they did is so bad. And they've been caught. Now, so far, nothing's happened to them of consequence. We had an attorney general, Bill Barr, who didn't have the courage to fight. He just didn't have the courage. He was a nice man, but he didn't have the courage. He lost his courage when they wanted to impeach him. They said, we're going to impeach Bill Barr. They didn't even know why. There was no reason to impeach him. He didn't do anything wrong. But he didn't have the courage. We need courage in this country or we're going to lose our country. All right. I'll tell you what. There it is. Notice. Trump, again, talking about Bill Barr didn't have the courage. He's a great guy. He just didn't have the courage. Wanted to, you guys to hear some of that. Notice again, Trump, to me, straight up, his Bill Barr. I'll leave you guys with this. Anyone that Trump appoints, you should be thinking of that appointment in the right context. Notice he's saying Bill Barr didn't have the courage. Oh, I see that Mike Pence didn't have the courage. He's a great guy, but he yeah. Same pattern, same exact talking points. 
and look at everything we pointed out tonight on his Christopher Ray. So think about that. I'll just say this in that last segment, Trump did not really answer the question. He, he didn't ask him why you call Hillary names and Obama. He didn't say that. He said, why right now you continue calling everyone names. But anyway, we get it. Um, he's got all these investigations. Nobody knows how this ends. You know the plan. See what you think? And um, really, that's about it. There's really nothing else. I mean, he's Trump is continuing with, with the DeSantis thing. We have all these different operations going on. You know, now more and more and more is being revealed, and we have the Congress acting as a police officer to the point where even Ray is saying, ah, I give up. But while we have all these new things coming up uh, all over the place, and we have Jim Jordan coming out today, talking big about investigating. Matter of fact, where's that story? I had, <clears throat> yeah, Jordan coming out saying, you know what? We're going to launch a brand new investigation on uh, <clears throat> this Jack Smith. Jordan coming out today. An investigation into the whole special counsel thing. So we'll see what happens. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. Check out the website. Uh, it's a great way you can um, keep track with me. Sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the member's channel. Consider all the different ways you can support the channel while you're watching the live stream, like some have done on Rumble and DLive and the Foxhole. And um, have yourself a wonderful day tomorrow. I will be back on Sunday night. Let me know your thoughts, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, take, uh, meet me on True Social. And um, I love you guys all. All right, somebody. Thanks, everybody. Back to Sunday night. Yep.